Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, Stephen Bond, thank you. It is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Week five, the feeling out process starts to subside here in the NFL, and these teams were starting to crystallize. Who are they? Here's what I do know. Michael Lombardi, when we get an Al Davis impersonation right before the show, it's going to be lit as we say good morning. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Michael Lombardi on a Sunday. Hi, Michael. Good morning. Uh, uh, good morning, Patrick. I got to admit to you, uh, last yesterday I fell in love. I absolutely fell in love Millie, yesterday. Millie, plug your ears. No, this is football <laughs> love. This is football love. It has nothing to do with any other kind of love. This quarterback at Texas Tech, wow. Wow. I know they lost, but wow. I fell in love. You know, I mean, this guy was sensational. I could watch him all day. I mean, I know he was the third-string quarterback at Texas Tech this year. Yes. But, I mean, it was, wow. This kid's from from some small place in Texas. He grew up in Lubbock. Unbelievable. I fell in love. But, anyway, that's just my thought for yesterday. Oh, and the, my other thought for yesterday, I fell I in love, say. and then I got angry because if I was a booster at Texas Texas A&M, I'd say, how does Tech have a better quarterback than we have, and we don't even have a quarterback? Well, it took about 13 seconds for you to talk about Jimbo Fisher. You didn't like his fourth and two call to end the game there at, in Tuscaloosa as we open up the show here on a Sunday. I was watching the game with Bill Berman. I didn't like any call he made the whole entire day. If Alabama could make a field goal or hold on to the damn football, it's not even a close game. But, you know, I mean, year three of your program, you're playing Alabama with a backup quarterback, and this is the best we have to offer? He, the kid we were playing, I mean, here's what bothers me the most, and I'm being dead serious here. How can you scout that young man? Great kid, I'm sure. Tremendous. This is not personal. How can you scout him with his throwing motion and his, and, and his accuracy and his, all the things he – and say he's an elite player? I don't care if he has eight stars next to his name. Yes, Haynes King. Of course, that is college football. We'll get to that throughout the show, but of course – the main dish, Michael Lombardi, and what we love about having a London game, you've got Green Bay up 3 nothing with 3.30 to play in the first there. What we love about this is for betters, it's an opportunity for in-game. I'll keep updating you with the live number, and Michael Lombardi jumps in for an opportunity to make some cash. What have you seen so far? Then I'll set up the day. 
Well, I think this is pretty clear. It's kind of the game the way we handicapped it during the week. I mean, the Giants want to play conservative. They ran two screens on the first two, ser- first two series offensively, couldn't get a first down. The Packers are loaded up to make sure Barkley can't beat them. Now, Martindale's done a good job on the first drive. He held him to a field goal. Second drive, he held him to a three and out. Now he got a person, and now he got a pass interference. They got first and goal here at the five. This is a game of chess, really. This is against Martindale versus Rodgers. How can he attack the protections? And it's really a game of adjustments. What is LaFleur's adjustments to the protections? That's going to be the key. And they know... And the, and the Giants know, this is an important series here in the game, they know if they get behind by 10 or they get behind by 13 or, t- or, or two scores, they don't want Daniel Jones participating in this game. So every series in the red zone is really critical. This is going to be the most important series as we go forward. All right, there it is, Michael Lombardi. A little under three to play in the first. Three nothing. Looks like a pass interference that so we're going to have. Uh, first and goal to go, second and goal to go for the Packers on the Giants four as we continue. That number closed eight, eight and a half. We are now looking, DraftKings is live at 16 with the Packers laying it and 42 on the total. You can walk us through what you're seeing here with Aaron Rodgers and a touchdown. Yeah, pass. see, that, 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 there's one that you can't, that's you can't coach that, right? So Rodgers, you know, he ad libs the play. He's got an inside zone that LaFleur called, but he also knows the box is too heavy. So he runs an outside bubble and he gets a touchdown. This is where, this is why you pay Rodgers all that money. This is why he He's so damn good. This is why it's it's hard to bet against him because he's sitting there. He knows he's got a light box. He's got a heavy box. He knows everybody's cheated for the inside zone, and he's got basically he's got a two-on-one outside, and he wins it. Well, if you're a VEASAN pro, you get the pro tools, and today the VEASAN prop analyzer lets you know that a good angle would be over a touchdown and a half for Aaron Rodgers. He's already to one, one more to go, three quarters and a couple of minutes to go as well so make sure you check it out vsun.com slash subscribe there's some great analysis of justin herbert today and that's interesting because justin herbert and the chargers at the browns is a fishy line for you i'm going to tell you the three most popular bet games and this is what's fascinating about the proliferation of sports betting not only the popular marquee games are getting bet here are the three most heavily bet games at BetMGM: dolphins jets titans commanders chargers browns you gotta love that I wa- I love it. I walked away from I'm not betting the commanders. I, I, I said no to the Titans game. I don't know. That one to me was a no. That was a Hall and Oates. Can't go for that in my article. No not do. doing that game. No can do. Uh, I've liked Miami all week long. Uh, I was worried about Tyreek Hill's injury. I think this line's a little too light. I thought this line should be higher because I think they've lowered the line because they're saying two is not playing and Bridgewater probably won't play as well. I think, and the Jets are bet playing better, all that. Okay, great. I think this is hard. I think this is going to be a hard game for the Jets. I still think they're going to have a hard time. Mike McDaniels, and I wrote about this at Visa. Mike McDaniels has worked against Robert Salai most of his career. Okay, they both were on the staff in San Francisco. So every day at practice, Mike McDaniels and the 49er offense went against Salai's and this what we call Seattle three defense. And so... You know, to me, if he doesn't have a really good handle on how to attack it, how to really work the weaknesses within the scheme, I would be very surprised. And he's not as smart as I think he is. And as for the Jets, I think they're going to struggle. Now, they get Dwayne Brown back. Max Mitchell, the right tackle, he went on IR. Will Dwayne Brown play? That means they move. They have to move some people around. I think this offensive line will struggle to block Miami. I know Miami's got some injuries, but I think they'll have a hard time blocking them. I think Miami's a good play here. Okay, let's take a look. Miami and Bridgewater open two and a half. It's been bet up the three and a half. What's interesting about this, and Michael, you've stressed it. We have to reiterate the timing, when to place your bets. You and Samich on Friday both agreed, or Thursday, pardon me, both agreed. It was sitting three. Remember, three to three and a half, three to two and a half, the most important move in NFL betting. You both agreed, get on the three now if you're betting Miami because it's going to go to three and a half. Well, it's sitting three and a half everywhere. In fact, I see a four as well. Yeah, I mean that's what I, you got. That's where you have to, and that's why I always use the the, the I always use the circle lines. Not not because of the con. <laughs> be, it go back. To, you have to go back. That's a point know, of reference, right? Me. I know. Because they're smart at circle. Don't underestimate the Mike Palm organization and Derek Stevens. I mean, they post the numbers where they think they're going to get to, right? 
You know, and so they don't want to give away any easy games. Like, okay, it's all right. The Tampa Bay got a game got away from them. That they they had that at, at they had that at eight. And now it's up to ten. I got that. Sometimes is going to happen. But I think this was a line that they kept at three and a half for a reason. They knew it was going to go to three and a half. By the way, the Dolphins going back to Week Nine are eleven and two since Week Nine last year. Also, how about Teddy Bridgewater on the road? He's twenty six. Excuse me, 24 and 6 ATS. That's 80% that he's clipping at ATS on the road. Over the past 20 seasons, only Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have turned more profit on the road as a starter. Teddy Bridgewater and the Dolphins at the Jets. The second one, this is interesting. So the Titans, who have won two straight, they went as a four point dog and beat the Colts. Do you want to take a look and see what you're watching here? Because I see your attention. Oh, yeah. I just Giants. I just What'd saw they, they, ran a, they ran a play action pass and ran an over route. They gave Daniel Jones a little bit of a throw to get him some confidence going, and he made the throw, and, and they and he put it into a pretty good window there. So, you know, you got to get some things going. You're going to have to let him play in the game here. You're going to have to let them play in the game because right now we're in the first quarter. The Packers got 10 points, right? So that's correct. If you think you're, you're not going to win this game 16 to three, you're not going to win this game 16 13. This you're not playing one of those slow paced games. You're going to have to win this game with a little bit of a run game, a little bit of a passing game. You're going to have to let him play and and let him participate. So that's where I think they have to do that. And the best way to do that is drive starters, right? Start to drive with a good play. Get some things going. Make them back on their heels a little bit. Get them in a predictable coverage where you feel like you can make some hay. Tottenham Stadium in London. Saquon Barkley with a five-yard carry into Packers territory. You've got two players. You know, it's Packer fans all over there. It's Packer fans all over the place in that place. Of course. They're amazing. Of course. Aaron Rodgers is a big deal in London. Cheerio as the Dolphins, excuse me, as the Giants move into Packers territory. A nice completion in the pocket. That was a tough pass there. Daniel Daniel Jones up to the 33 of the Packers will keep you updated. 10-0 lead. Okay. Tennessee and Washington is now a pick'em. Why is this important because Tennessee opened as a three-point favorite on the road. The Titans have won two straight. Washington has looked like maybe the worst team in football. They've lost three straight. The most public play today, the top public play is the Titans. They're taking 84% of the tickets. Why is that important? They've gone from a three-point favorite down to a pick at Washington. Yeah, I mean, look, to me, I had this game, I had this game all along as a, as a uh, Tennessee, I had it as a, a 3.28 game, and I thought Tennessee should be the favorite. And look, this is the second week in a row that every pro better seems to be on Washington. I can't go to Washington. I think you put yourself up for a lot of danger and a lot of uncertainty. So I can't do that. But I, but the pros, for whatever reason, Patrick, and I don't know what it is, but pro betters, they seem to like this number. I don't. I stayed away from it. I don't want it. I don't want anything to do with it because I think it's. I think I don't trust either team. The one thing I would say, if you're playing Washington today, Washington's Tennessee will never run away from you. They didn't score in the second half last week. They're never go- the games like the Giants beat them because the, they could never run away from the Giants, right? They never extended the lead for the Giants because they're not explosive offensively. And I think that's one of the reasons why pro betters like this game. And they can't protect Carson Wentz. That's just becoming an issue. They may have to make a quarterback change if they can't protect him because he's a statue back there. You've got a first and 19, so a penalty for the Giants. Move them back a little bit here. Trailing by 10 in the first in London. Jones steps up in the pocket, throws behind the wide receiver, so it's going to be second and 19. We'll update you, Michael Shaken. Here comes another screen. Here comes another screen. with the live number, and we're coming back with the Chargers-Browns. Just getting started here on the Lombardi Line. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the puck has dropped on the 2022-2023 oh yes. NHL season. Michael Lombardi's fired up. You were yes. watching hockey last night. I was surprised Damn right to hear I was. that. Damn right I and was. Michael, You're darn Michael right. Has been with my guide through. in my hand, with the guide in my hand, I was watching hockey. Let that puck go, baby. I love it. Prep guide is out, as Michael said. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. If you're ready to bet the NHL this season, don't do it before grabbing our guide. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All kidding aside, Andy McNeil and the crew do a great job. Plenty to bet on when it comes to the NHL season for new betters. Information. Something interesting as we welcome you back here. Thrilled to be here on a Sunday week five. Michael, as I said, I think it starts to crystallize. We're going to start to see who these teams are now. I'll give you the trends and some of the numbers on the unders, dogs, and divisional matchups today. But just quickly, something you said, and I'll update the number. You said the Giants are going to run out of plays. I think this is important for in-game betters. What do you mean by that? Well, they, they, they clearly said they don't want Daniel Jones to participate. They had a third and seven. They tried to run another screen outside to Saquon Barkley. They don't want to put this game in jeopardy in terms of we have to hint, he's going to turn it over. So they've only you only have so many screens you can run. You only have so many kind of ways to get the ball out of his hand quick. Now, he's taken some really good shots early in this game. I mean, in fairness to the kid, he's taken some hits. And one of the reasons he threw a really bad ball on second down was because of the hit he got earlier in the game. I mean, that's what happens. Hits, like, that's why I keep comparing quarterbacks to boxers because the more hits you get on quarterbacks, the less effective they become over the course of the game. And that's where, really, because there's no run game with Barkley, they can't get away from it. This is a critical drive for the Giants' defense. They can't give up points here. They've got to be able to stay tightly to this game, at least in the first half. Uh, and give themselves a chance in the second. So there's only so many kind of easy plays you can run in a game, and I think that's where we are here. Okay, I've got the live number offshore at 13.5 with the Packers laying it. I've got the live game DraftKings at 14.5 with the Packers laying it. They're up 10-3 to as we head to the second. A lean on the Packers lane in between 13.5 and 14.5 here. You know, I would lean towards taking the points if I'm the Giants because the Giants are going to try to stay attached. I don't trust LaFleur to adjust to Martindale's scheme. I mean, the first third down of the game, one of the first ones, Martindale got a free blitzer and he, and, 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 and he had to throw the ball away. Remember now, remember, let's go back when Matt LaFleur didn't have Aaron Rodgers, when he had when he was in Tennessee and he had, and he had really didn't have anybody. And, he, and he, it was 0 for 13 on third down against Don Martindale's blitzes when Martindale was at Baltimore. And so it's a problem. Martindale knows how to attack the protections of the Packers. The problem is Martindale doesn't know how to handle Rodgers because Rodgers saves LaFleur. LaFleur really gets him in trouble. Rodgers saves him. 
Remember, you're cashing if you're betting dogs and unders through four weeks of the NFL season. The dogs are cashing at a 61% clip, the unders a 60% clip. I got some divisional matchup trends to get to in a second here. What's very interesting today in Cleveland, there's going to be some win. The weather game is in Buffalo. We'll get to that in a second. But there's going to be some win in Cleveland. Here's what's fascinating. So the Chargers opened three on the road. However, they've been bet down to one, one and a half at most shops. Your Lombardi look-ahead said this is the game that is fishy to you. You didn't understand three with the Chargers laying it at Cleveland. I had Cleveland being a 1.13 favorite in the game. I thought they should have been favorite. They're playing home. I didn't understand the love for the Chargers, and obviously a lot of people didn't like that number, and they bet it way down. So to me, I think that that's, that's kind of is significant. I think that's significant. You know, look here, let's go through the matchup. I don't think Brissett has played poorly at all. This Browns team should be undefeated. I mean, it, it took a miracle. It took a miracle to, for the Jets to win that game, and it took a complete meltdown, right? It also was last week. I mean, if Stefanski doesn't go for it on fourth down early in the game, they're going to win that game. They're going to win that game against Atlanta. They should have won the game against Atlanta. I think Cleveland's pray, playing pretty well. They get Garrett back to put some pressure on Herbert. I don't know how... The Chargers handle the adversity. I think this is a hard game for the Chargers. I really like. I, I really like the. I like the Brownies today. I like them from the beginning. And then now that it, you know, now the contest number was two, so it's even moved further down from that number. So there's a lot of action here on Cleveland. Okay, a couple things here. One, the Chargers have yet to put together a 100-yard rushing yard performance this year. If you go to VEASAN.com and become a VEASAN pro, the prop analyzer has five props to play on Justin Herbert. The bottom line is, and I'm here in Los Angeles, there seems to be a weird vibe from the players to the coaching staff. Maybe they're not buying into Staley's message. It's a little hokey. I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you what I'm hearing out here. And also, Herbert's carrying this team. No doubt. He is. And and they won't have Keenan Allen. And, you know, the Browns have to do a really good job on Mike Williams. They've got to be able to handle that. And so, you know, look, I think the Browns can run the football here. I think the Browns can run the football. I think Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and I think Brissett will never have to get outside of his play-action pass game. To me, I think that's the key. And if he, they can run the ball, I think it gives them a great advantage. They can control, keep Herbert off to the sideline. They've got to play better defense. Look, the Browns, you know, they're playing home. They've got the home field for them. It should matter. It's going to be windy. We know that around Lake Erie this time of the year. I think it favors the ground game. Of course, players out, they're missing their tackle in Slater. They're missing Bosa. It, it's it's interesting. The fact that that opened three. Now, a couple shops opened the Chargers two, but most shops opened three, and now we're down to a point, point and a half with the Chargers laying it. Obviously, money all over the Browns as they return. And again, they could have won that game in Atlanta last week. This has been a very precarious season because Brissett has played fine to good. I think Brissett's played way better than my expectations for Brissett. And their defense hasn't played as well as it needs to play. It needs to play better today. I mean, Denzel Ward's got to cover. they got to do a better job in their secondary. There's no denying that. However, that being said is they've got to pressure Herbert. They can do that. Clowney's questionable. I don't know if he's going to go. It sounds like he might go. If he does, they get the edge pressure. If they get in front, they control the ball. Put the pressure on the Chargers. I have yet to see the Chargers play great defense. I know, I know Staley's supposed to be this great defensive mind. I've yet to see it. I think the Chargers are, are, are going to have a hard time today stopping this run game. Chubb and that offensive line are really, really good. Brandon Staley, 1-3 outright and ATS as a road favorite. Of course, he did win last week at Houston. Let's update you on the London game. You've got a 10-3 lead, 11-54 to play there in London. Green Bay leads. They're into Giants territory. You just saw your boy, defensive coordinator Wink Martindale. What's happening in the game? I wonder if Wink had a chance to go over to Buckingham Palace. I, I'm sure they probably would like an audience with Wink. I mean, look, the Packers Cheerio. are doing a nice job. Cheer, the, the Packers are doing a nice job. They are forcing, they're stretching the field horizontally. They're throwing a lot of a lot of flat routes. And they're also, Rodgers is taking what Martindale's going to give them, which he's very good at doing that. And they're now starting to get a little bit of movement up front. They don't have Leonard Williams in their defensive front, the Giants. So the Packers are in the lead, and they are in control of this game. They, they need to finish this drive. They need to continue. They're, they're milking this clock down. And the more they keep the ball away from the Giants, desperation sets in. Hey, we got to get back in this game. And that puts Daniel Jones in a precarious situation.
Okay, DraftKings has updated their number with the Packers Lane 17 in London, a total of 44 and a half. Something to keep your eye on. Rodgers with a little screen, a beautiful play as they pick up about eight yards and a first down, down to the 25 this is really, of the Giants. This is really good. Throw and catch. Throw. Like they, these, are, these are really easy plays because what it does is it takes away, it neutralizes the strength of Martindale's scheme, which is to attack you. Get you in third down. Force you to have to block all my crazy blitzes, which really aren't blitzes. They're really overloaded pressures. They're four-man side pressures. He's playing zone behind it or some kind of man. But you're forcing him to do that. And so by getting the ball out of his hand quick, it gets him off guard. It makes them have to play outside their comfort zone. And now they're finally playing against a quarterback that can do that, right? So they're doing that. So now it's really it's become challenging. They can't get control. They can't get a negative play. Underdogs this year in the NFL, 39 and 25 ATS, hitting at a 61% clip. I bring it up because dogs that didn't cover the previous week, check this out. They're 15 and 4, 79% ATS. The Browns fit that bill. So do the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are catching 14 at the Bills. This is the one weather game today. Again, across the NFL today, it's beautiful autumn, just gorgeous weather. However, in Pittsburgh, you're going to have 15-mile-an-hour sustained winds, maybe some stronger gusts. And here comes Kenny Pickett. Excuse me, in Buffalo, you're going to have 15-mile-an-hour winds and sustained gusts. We're going to have 14 with Buffalo Lane. Kenny Pickett makes his start for Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, everybody says, why start him against Buffalo? It's too good of a team. Look, you, you you might as well put him in the fire. Mike Tomlin's trying to manage the game. He's trying to get completed passes. He's trying to keep the ball away from Josh Allen, and he knows if he has Trubisky in there, that's not going to happen because it was hard to execute the offense. So, to me, you know, whether... Can we run the football? I mean, I think that's going to be the key. Can we control the ball? That's been Buffalo's strength this year. Tennessee went in there trying to run the ball. They had a nice opening drive, and they got blown out. And then they got blown out from there. So for me, I think this is one of those where Josh Allen will be the runner. I think they'll go back to where Josh Allen runs the football, and that's where they're going to make their hey. Pittsburgh's defense, whether T.J. Watt, I mean, excuse me, T.J. Watt had to have knee surgery, whether – whether he's on the field or not, this team is not talented. It really isn't. I've been lured into believing because of I have so much respect for Tomlin that he can overcome a lot of these deficiencies. I think it's going to be hard for him to overcome this. I mean, his defense, especially the last two drives against the Jets, did not look very good. I will say this, over the past 20 seasons, nobody more profitable as a dog than Mike Tomlin. He's an absurd 46-24-3 ATS. He's catching 14. We continue with the Steelers and Bills next here at Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. We've got a score in London. I'll get to that in a second. Horse racing fans, Express Bet editor-in-chief Jeremy Plonk has a couple of plays for you today, both from Keeneland. Race 7, Jeremy likes the one horse, McEnroe, at a juicy 8-1 to one on the morning line. Race 10, Jeremy has the four, point me by, on top at 6-1. to one. Two juicy prices. First bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Get $10 free when you sign up right now, plus 100% match on your first deposit up to $200. Express bet is the best, so make sure you check it out. It's VEASAN.com slash horses. That's VEASAN.com slash horses. Okay, we're going to get to Lombardi line on Steelers' bills. Just quickly, we do have an update in London. We've got a score. This is not good for the Giants. I'll give you the number, but they're going to have to come from behind here as they trail. 17 to 3 here, Patrick, right? I lost you. You got right? it. 17 3. Yep. So I, hear I you. thought you were, yeah, 17 3. I mean, it's not a good scenario for the, for the Giants because they can't, they don't want to play from behind. They want to be attached at all times. So this is going to be a hard, this next drive for them, they've got to stay within their game plan. They can't get outside of it because this could all of a sudden fall apart. They got to try to get into halftime somewhere attached, you know, and the, the amazing thing about that last drive was there was one third down in that last drive. When, when you play Canadian football against your opponent, it's so demoralizing. Martindale's sitting over there like, what do I do? I don't have my first and second down. I can't get them to third down. That's hard to overcome, and that puts a sense of urgency within the team. This will be an important drive in the game as you're in-game looking at bets. 
Yep, 17 up to 19 and a half in game with the Packers lane. It will keep you updated. Let's get to the Lombardi line. Remember, I just told you Tomlin's been a monster ATS wise as a dog in his career. Nobody more profitable over the last 20 years than Mike Tomlin. Well, he's catching a big number. He's catching 14 with Kenny Pickett under center at Buffalo. It's going to be windy there. Let's go ahead and take a look. What do you have for your Lombardi line on Pittsburgh Buffalo? Uh, Daniel Jones almost fumbled again. Uh, uh, well, I had this. I had a 10.25 game. Now, here's where you have to be really careful with my lines. Okay, since I base all my numbers off of 32 teams, the worst score you can get from me is 32, right? That's the worst score you can get. So I, I'm never good when these lines extend so far out, right? And Pittsburgh's right. numbers are not that bad. Pittsburgh's numbers are not that bad offensively, defensively, kicking game, you know, and obviously their coaching staff has good numbers. So to me, I had this at 10.25. It was kind of a stay away. I lean towards Buffalo here. I don't know how Pittsburgh can stay attached. Like how could Tennessee stay attached? I'm not sure of that. So that to me would be a problem. Expectations for Pickett. I'll give you his passing prop. Expectations for Pickett making a start. Remember, I told you last season, first-round quarterbacks making their first career starts 0-5 ATS. Well, here's the issue for, for Pickett, right? So he's going to play against a quarter coverage team. And what McDermott and Leslie Frazier, the defense coordinator, do a really good job of is they disguise coverages, right? They make you think they're playing two. They make you think they're playing four. They're very hard to deal with. Milano gets him in a lot of the right checks all the time. He's so good at doing that. So to me, this will be really a hard game for him to kind of process once he gets behind and has to make a decision. I think that's going to be the key. That's going to be the hard part for him. You know, he's got to be able to he's got to be able to process the game fast. We got giant fans here in the house today, Patrick. Michael Lombardi, of course, the Lombardi line broadcasting live Atlantic City there at the Borgata. You hear the roar in the background. That's because it's a Giants house. And as you saw it there, Saquon Barkley with a big run into Packers territory, Michael. Well, they went wildcat, right? I mean, look, they, they, every, they're doing everything in their power to get, a, to get away from their quarterback. I mean, Giant fans, I hate to say this to you, but they're telling you what they think. <laughs> yes, they're telling you Daniel Jones is a free agent at the end of the season as Saquon picks up a big chunk. Down 17-3, we go to break. Okay, so we do have some injury concerns for the Bengals tonight. T. Higgins and Hayden Hurst are both questionable, expected to play. Cincinnati-Baltimore, this is for our Masson audience who we've added here on VEASAN and the Lombardi line. We welcome you. Baltimore is laying three. Remember, in the two losses this year, Baltimore has trailed for 14 seconds. It's been a wild ride for the Ravens. They're at home, a division rival. They're laying three. Here comes Cincinnati. Cincinnati has not looked good, and you're not happy with their head coach right now. Well, I, I just don't think he sees the same game I'm watching. Like, he's got to find a way to run the football. Mixon hasn't been able to get going. He's got to find a way to protect Burrow. His tackle situation hasn't been very good. You know, I, I felt like Miami had Miami had chances in that game. They just couldn't come through. I think Lou Amaromo's done a great job defensively of keeping them in the game. I mean, he keeps them attached, and they're able to do it. I think it's going to be a hard game for Cincinnati today because I think Baltimore has lost two straight home games when they've had leads. I think they've been stung by that, and I think they've got to find a way to get Lamar going against this Lou Amaromo defense, which last year, you know, the, the, the Bengals scored 82 points against them and they only scored five. I mean, they dominated both games. They dominated both games. They dominated the game in Baltimore when Lamar played, and they dominated the game in Cincinnati when Lamar didn't play. So there's a lot of motivation into this Baltimore team and getting it back on track, and they've got to be able to attack the quarterback. They've got to take chase out of the game. The one thing I think when you watch the Bengals this year, they're not getting those free plays, those explosive plays out of chase. He's averaging just about 12 yards a catch. Teams have kept him down. Last year, he caught a slant touchdown. You know, he made a lot of big plays in that game in Baltimore. You can't allow that to happen. I think teams have understood that better this season. Okay, important trend. Division unders so far this year, 17-5, and five, Michael. Division unders. Remember, there's familiarity twice a year, so the unders are hitting at a 77% clip. Cincinnati and Baltimore, this number open 49, it's down to 47 and a half. The weather's going to be perfect. I know you don't love yeah. the totals before we get in game, but thoughts there with the division unders. 
Well, I, I do think, to me, Lamar's got to play well. I think they've got to be explosive. Bateman not playing is a concern for Baltimore and their skill players, right? He was a guy that could make some big plays. They've got to find a way to get something out of that. They've got to find a way to get explosive plays without Lamar being the main runner. But I think this is a hard game for Cincinnati because Lamar is the single wing. It's like playing Buffalo, right? So, you know, you're playing Buffalo with the same way with Josh Allen, leads the team in rush, and Lamar's going to lead the team in rush carries. They've got to find a way to get it. you got to double Andrews. Last week, Buffalo did a great job on Mark Andrews. You can't let Mark Andrews get going. A great Sunday night game, Cincinnati-Baltimore everywhere, and it's one ten, so it's really not moving. Okay, that key number of three, It was Baltimore's three and a half, lane. though. It was three and a half. It, I would it, not it, play it, it at three and a half. I would not play it. I would not play it. I would play it. I would only play it at three. And I like Baltimore at three. I gave that to Bill A.D. last night. So I, I like Baltimore at three. He put it out in the email. I think all the numbers that I gave Bill A.D. were out there. They were available. They, they have to shop for the numbers. So you don't want to get a bad number. I didn't want Baltimore at three and a half. I want Baltimore at three. To your point, this number opened Baltimore three midweek. It went up to Baltimore lane three and a half. It's now come back to Baltimore three. Again, midweek, you're taking, of course, Cincinnati. If you like Baltimore, you're betting them now lane three. It's not going to two and a half. Michael, quickly on your number, Cincinnati at Baltimore, the Lombardi line. I have it at 475. I have this as a 475 game. So I, I like I like Baltimore here. I like Baltimore all week long. I have I have it as a 475 game. I just think to me there's too many situations in the game where the Bengals just don't – and if they just don't make plays, if they don't make an explosive play, right, if they don't make an explosive play, they have too many chances to break down. A little bit like what we're seeing here on our televisions today. It's third and 12 in this game. The Giants can make a play. They can make two plays. Can they string eight or nine together that are successful to stay out of this third and 12? Those are the hard things to do. That's why they're settling for field goals most of the time. It's hard to string a bunch of good plays together when you don't have an elite quarterback. How about this? As the Giants pick up a first down, 19 of the Packers. They're down 17-3, 3.58 to play in the second there in London. So we'll keep you updated as a nice pass from Daniel Jones. We have to give him credit. He's standing in the pocket. That was a nice little pass there as they pick up the first down. Yeah, you know, here's the – we don't talk about this, right? So – to me, that was a that you needed to you needed to get after him, right? You, you know it's third and twelve. You need to blitz him. You're not going to lose on the outside edges. They don't have any of their receivers, right? You got to be willing to go after him. And if you let him stand back there and check the runners at first and third, he can play quarterback. When he struggles is when he can't. When he doesn't have time, to me, I think Joe Barry made a mistake. I think that's a bad call he made. Like he was playing like he's going to check it down. You got to heat this guy up. Okay, just quickly on the Ravens, just to finish it, put a bow on it. They've lost a franchise worse, five straight home games by a total of 12 points dating back to last season. How about Joe Burrow in his last eight on the road? He's 6-2, and two, 18 touchdowns and four picks. Something to think about. Remember, divisional unders, 17-5. and five. That's a huge divisional matchup tonight. We're going to keep well, you know what makes with sense that even more remarkable is the fact Go that ahead. his offensive line is bad and, they tr and he wins on the road with a bad line. Bad lines should never travel, right? I mean, and, and yet his line, even though he, do, he doesn't turn it over, that's the key. He takes the sacks and doesn't turn it over. So you're saying he might be pretty good, this Joe Burrow cat, because he's covering he's up a lot of warts. He's covering he really up the is. offensive line and also the play yep. calling. We, know, yeah, no we know what Zach Taylor is doing on first downs. We know what he's doing on yep. third downs. It's all, uh, if we know it, the defensive coordinators know it. When we come back, don't worry, Nesson, we haven't forgot about you. Who's going to be under center for the Patriots today? It rhymes with happy as the Giants three and nine, excuse me, third and nine on the 15 of the Packers. We take a break with a live in game and it's going to be fourth. No, it's going to be first down. We're back. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brent Musburger, thank you. And don't forget, right after the Lombardi Line, countdown to kickoff with the legend Brent Musburger right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We've got an end around for the Giants and a score. We'll come back and update you quickly. BetMGM, place a one game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. If all the legs hit except one, you're going to get your cash back up to 25 bucks. This is an amazing deal. Nobody else is doing this. Go to betmgm.com. 25 bucks, four game parlay, all three hit except one, 25 bucks back. Trust me, you're going to want to get involved. Betmgm.com, 1 800 Gambler, Mississippi, Nevada, New York, excluded. We're back. Lombardi line, an end around, a double reverse. What do you got, Michael? With the tight end. I mean, geez, oh man. You know, uh- Look, I, I look. It's the Packers. I can hear almost hear Big Daddy screaming. You know, from here, I'm sure he's probably upset. I, I mean, look. I thought Lafleur should have called a timeout after, as soon as they ran the ball on first down. I thought that was a mistake because if he calls timeout there and they score here, he's going to have over a minute forty to go to get the ball back. He wants to score before this half. You know, and it puts them on the option. I mean, the Giants really didn't want him. They wanted to milk as much clock as they could there. So, again, it's, it's a little bit of how do I make sure they don't have enough time? We'll see if they do. Okay, the Giants pull within seven as the Green Bay Packers, a minute 13 to go, lead, se- excuse me, minute 15, 17-10, updated in-game. You've got a total of 50.5. Remember, this total closed 42 from 41.5 up to 42, and the spread right now anywhere between Green Bay Lane 10 to 12.5. We'll get you the halftime number as it's posted in about a minute and 15 in game time. Michael Lombardi, you've got a game here, Detroit and New England. The question was, would Mac Jones play? It looks like it's going to be Bailey Zappi. I'll set you up on the number. Of course, off a loss, ATS and straight up wise, Bill Belichick in his career has been awesome. He's laying three with New England hosting Detroit. Yeah, I mean, Bailey Zappi now has a week to prepare, right? So it was all Brian Hoyer last week, and then he kind of came in the game. And so whenever that happens, yes, he knows the plays, but at some point you want you don't have enough time to rehearse them. So you really worked with a smaller sheet. The, we know this Lions defense isn't very good, right? We know that they, they haven't been able to, you know, uh, opponents' yards per play, they average 6.5, right? So, you know, I mean, opponents' point per play, 051. Now their offense is really good. Zappi played at Western Kentucky, which is fascinating about this. Uh, Ryan Hyatt just texted me this. The offensive coordinator at Texas Tech, who loves – I love this kid Morton. That's the kid I fell in love with, right? Uh, I mean, he's coaching him now. He coached Zappi last year in the Western Kentucky offense. So Zappi's going to have a little bit of a chance here to kind of get his feet wet. He's going to have a lot of chances to make easy throws. They brought, uh, they brought their second-round pick Thornton up who gives them a vertical outside receiver to go along with Parker. I would assume he's going to play today. The, pa- the Patriots have to control the pace of this game. They can do that by running the football. 
and they've got to be able to force Detroit into some negative plays. Brown is going to play, but to me, this game really comes down to can New England control the pace with their offense, their running game, and keep this really good Lions offense off the field? Let's be clear. Lions offense prolific, 11 passing touchdowns for Jared Goff, but the defense is a disaster. The Lions over 4-0 this year, cashing, of course. That's the theme once again. And also, you know, a full week of practice for Zappi. I thought he was efficient and moved the ball last week when he came in mid-game. The Patriots are going to score against the Lions. The Lions, Ross St. Brown is questionable. He could play, though. The Lions, even though they missed a bunch of skill position last week, they scored a ton. 46 and a half feels light here with these two. Yeah, no, where the Lions have been great is in the red zone. And usually New England's very good. New England gives up 54% scores in the red zone. I mean, excuse me, they give up, they've given up 69% in the red zone this year, which is not typically of New England. And, the, and this Lions team scores at an 86% clip. And they're really good on third down. They've been able to control the ball, but they turn it over, and that's going to be the key. Zappi can't turn it over, right? They've got to be able to maximize. I mean, Seattle didn't punt last week, Patrick. Seattle didn't even punt. They turned it over once off a drop, off a drop uh, uh, punt, but they didn't turn it over one time. New England has to take that approach and keep him as out of third down as much as he possibly can because if he can do that, they will move the football and keep their run game alive. You know, what's interesting about Detroit is they've covered the last six on the road. So, again, they're catching three today, but they're 0-10-1 outright. They're past 11 on the road. So they haven't won their last 11 out of any of their 11. They've got a tie, but they've covered in six straight road games. So that's the Detroit story my whole entire life as a 44-year-old man. Here comes the Packers the yeah. other way. They're up seven, 43 seconds to go uh, until half, until the break. What do you expect here? Oh, I, I just think that, you know, Roger's going to be careful with the football. He's going to get him in the field goal range. They've got two more timeouts left to go. He's going to want to go in at halftime up 20 to 10. The Giants get the ball to start the second half, so he's going to want to do that. I think that's going to be the key. He's going to be careful with the football, but he's also going to make sure that he gets those chunk plays. They, with 43 second and two timeouts now, you can still throw the ball inside. So you want to throw digs, seams. You want to do something on the inside because they're guarding the outside sidelines. And the run game's still in effect, right? 43 seconds, how many plays do we have left? We have at least seven plays to go here because we got timeouts. So we have between six and seven plays. Remember, it's not the play clock. It's how many plays are left. Okay, we're going to cover all 14 games here on the Lombardi line today, including Seattle and New Orleans, so let's do it. New Orleans, Dalton under center, lane five with Geno, the prolific Geno Smith in Seattle and town. What do you have here? We'll get your Lombardi line as well. Well, look, I think Geno, I mean, we, whatever we could say, I would have never said this at the beginning of the season, but the Packers, but Seattle got better with their quarterback replacement. I mean, think about that. Geno to Russell, they actually got better. They got better. So, and Seattle has been very effective at being able to control the pace. They've run the balls. Geno's been very accurate with it. Today's a little bit of a problem, right? So they got two rookie tackles that they're going to play against the Saints in a hostile environment. Second road game in a row for Seattle. So that's a problem, right? So the, how do these rookies hold up? The first round pick, he's got to be able to block on really a good front. And I think What's happened in New Orleans is their front's got to take over the game, and they can't turn the ball over. Camaro is going to be back. Apparently, he will play today, I think. That's the word. And they need Kamara in the offense. They need Kamara in their passing game to give Dalton that chance. And Seattle's defense, as we saw last week, is not very good. I mean, we talk about how bad Detroit's defense was. Let's not lose sight of how bad Seattle's was as well. And this total jump from an opener, Seattle-New Orleans, 41 up to 45. Uh, quickly, how good has Geno been? A ridiculous 77.3 completion percentage. That's the highest by a quarterback in his first four starts in NFL history as the Packers get down to the 29 of the Giants. You said it perfectly, Michael Lombardi. They're going to use a timeout here. It's going to be first and 10 from the 29, up 7, 17-10 Packers. Well, now we have 34 seconds left. I don't think they have a timeout left. I think They, they didn't just have a timeout. It. Pardon me. Pardon me. Uh, I, I think to me they they now they are uh, they, I think they just used their last one didn't they? I looks think they like might they have just did. Used their I last. was yeah. It I looks think like they, they used, used their, their last, last one. Okay. All right, so now we've got 34 seconds, no timeouts left. So now we basically, if we don't throw it out, he's either going to throw incompletions or he's going to throw the ball outside or he's going to put the ball somewhere in the end zone. They got to spike it. So we might have five 
four plays left so far in the half here, and you've got to maximize all four and settle for the field goal, go in 20-10, to 10, feel like you've got some energy left. They did use their final timeout, 38 seconds, Giants 29, the Packers, no timeouts left, first and 10, up seven. What's your Lombardi line on New Orleans hosting Seattle here today? Yeah, I mean, that this is a game that to me, I thought New Orleans, I had it as a four-point game. I would have to take Seattle in this game. I had it as a straight four-point game, you know, and okay. uh, I, th I thought, ooh, I thought that was pass interference there, Patrick. Nice. I thought the receiver was, uh, played back into him, yeah. yeah I thought he it played was, back actually, into him. It was actually a good job by the Giants defensive back not to get handsy with him with his back to the quarterback. Cobb tried to come back on the defender to draw the pass interference. He didn't get it. It's going to be second and 10 on the Giants 29 for the Packers up seven. In game, you've got the Packers lane 13. That total, which closed 42 pregame, is up to 50 and a half. Again, second and 10, 34 seconds to go. Okay, that's Seattle and New Orleans. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the Seattle-New Orleans game, I think it's really going to be an interesting game early in the first quarter. Can Seattle protect Geno? They struggled on the road to protect against – they struggled on the road to protect against San Francisco. Now, I know San Francisco's a different story, but this New Orleans front is can play at a very, very high level, and I think it's an in-game betting. I didn't like this game for me to play because I didn't like Seattle with that offensive line as young as it is on the road. And can Geno play well on the road in a hostile environment against a really good front? That scared me. The drama continues off the field, including Todd Bowles taking a personal day for the Bucks. This season's been insane with the injuries and Brady and Bowles and the Buccaneers. And Atlanta surprisingly 2-2, two and two, although they're dealing with injuries. That number is sitting Tampa Bay 10. We're going to come back and discuss that game as Aaron Rodgers eludes a sack, dumps it off. They're going to have a field goal attempt if they can... Go ahead and hurry up and try they to got, get it off. Remember, got, no timeouts. They got, they got plenty of time to get the field goal unit on the field. It may be a hard field goal to make. Oh, this is when LaFleur is at his best orchestrating this show. Here we go. Okay, plenty of time. Ten seconds to go. Fourth and 11. Let's see if they get it off. A 48-yard attempt as we go to break. And the it's up. And it is good. We're going to go to the break. 20-10. to 10, Green Bay leads. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.